0: Hey guys and girls, I'm here real quick to talk to you about Sphere Club. What Sphere Club is, is it's a soccer inspired fitness workout designed by, you ready for this? Former Dynamo legend and two time MLS Cup champion Mike Chabala. Now, after he experienced the corporate grind, Mike played back to his strengths and realized his true calling was to start playing in a different direction from his previous 25 years. From that, Sphere was born soccer inspired fitness concept and signature game changing class you can do it online you can do it in person you can even do open play with them it's phenomenal the amount of things that they offer and the different ways that you can get involved they got 45 minute workouts all sorts of stuff you can check them out at sphere.club or you can hit them up on twitter with hashtag play a great game or hashtag let's kick it go check them out man they are top-notch, and you will not be disappointed. Albert Deleese
1: is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Mumbo Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right. Elise with the assist. back
0: to Sunday edition of Houston Dynamo podcast. Houston Dynamo. Fuck. Houston Dynapod podcast. Maybe I should change the name. I don't know. Uh, With us today is a very special guest. Uh, The only person I know who was on a live podcast stream only to be interrupted by his mom, Colin from Keeping Tabs. Hey, Colin.
1: That is true. I was interrupted by my mom. What's up, man? Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure.
0: There's there's so many worse ways to be interrupted by your mom, other yeah. than other than being on like Generation Orange,
1: other than yeah. yeah. Trust me, I know what you mean.
0: Have you ever been caught? Like, has your mom ever walked in when you were punching the purple clown nose?
1: I was thinking about when I have a girl over, and yes, when I had a grow over, yes, but never, never, whenever I was, you know, doing the doing the deed. That's luckily that's never happened, but definitely whenever. I was, I was doing the business with uh, someone else. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I had uh, I I know what it's like to be interrupted. It's happened to me twice, but I I have been caught with my high school girlfriend by her mom. Uh, She Mm -hmm. was doggy style and I had my pants around my knees kneeling on her bed. That was a fun fucking talk. Yeah. Dude, I got busted when I was home from college for a summer and we had dial up internet. You know how long it took to load naked photos? I got busted. I I was like mid buffer. And my father, I could hear my dad coming from across the room, across the house. And I was like, I need to close this. But everything was so slow. It wouldn't fucking close. (laughs) Like, And it wasn't a laptop. like, It was a desktop. And you can't just like pull up other windows. This was Windows, I don't know, 95. Oh, my God. Nothing fucking moved fast. And finally, as he came in, like I was under the blanket and I flicked it and I got it to go. He's like, what are you doing? I said, nothing what are you doing why don't you knock well it's my house it's like well knock man <laughs> dude they knew everything they knew all the secrets growing up like they knew where my brother kept all his porn and underneath his mattress did you the-
1: ever were you ever one of those nasty guys that had a, a sock a no sock that's
0: disgusting no no
1: i know me neither it's, i've never
0: put a sock on it and gone and did like i'll I, I'm old fashioned. Dude. I just shoot all over myself and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's when it's mine. It like that, it's so it's not, much worse
1: than what it actually is.
0: I know, but it's it's mine, so it's it's not that it's not that gross to me. Like it was somebody else. Like if I was jerking off, you know, I, I, I <laughs> yeah. came all over a stranger, I'd be like, oh, get this off me, but if it's mine, I'm like, I'm just gonna pull my pants back up and go to sleep.
1: It's gonna soak it in <laughs> as I sleep. It's probably good for your skin. I, well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, how, how do you how do you guess that? What, what makes I don't it know. Fun?
0: There would there, there would have to be a study done by one of these reputable makeup corporations like Oil of Olay or Air Essentials. So or if they can you
1: like, no, I would not. Like, no, fifty dollars fifty dollars a night to just do that. Like, are you doing it?
0: Fifty dollars a night to have somebody else jizz on me?
1: No, it could-
0: just just me, my own. Just you. Yeah, you're fifty dollars uh, a night to to what? Put it on my own face.
1: Yeah, like all over, like just lather, lather yourself. Like,
0: well, I mean, you're giving me too much credit. I wouldn't say I have a lather. amount to comes out. Um, <laughs> well, do I I have, how long do I leave it on? Hypothetically, like, how, how long does it have to be
1: left on? Like just overnight, and it's done for like yeah. let's say like two weeks. That's what. And I'm just saying hypothetically, if there is enough to go around, <laughs> that you can do this.
0: I mean, that's 700 bucks over the course of two weeks, I guess. I guess. It's for science. You know, it could save a life. Like that, yeah, it's this for study science. this it's study like could that. save a life. It could cure fucking melanoma.
1: It could cure cancer. I mean, who knows? Yeah. It,
0: who knows what's in my semen? I mean, actually, I do know now nothing because it's been, the, 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 uh, it's been cut off from the reproductive oh, oh. sorts.
1: I, I will say this. I have heard that, like, it, go, it goes back to normal eventually, doesn't it?
0: No, once it's, once it's clipped, it's, it can. You can have it where it, it doesn't work or it doesn't take. And you can accidentally knock somebody up, which is it's a wonderful, a terrible feeling. And looking back, it's just a poor choice. Um, but no, it can happen, but not to, it hasn't happened to me. I mean, if it does, that would make sense, but that would suck. So, you know, know. What's, what's... Go ahead, man.
1: I've always, like... That's a big step for me to, like... I don't know. I don't know how old you are. I'm me. I'm only 22, but you know, like maybe after, I know you, I know you, I know you have a son for sure. I don't know if you have any other kids, but you know, maybe after I have one or two kids, I'll think about it. But that's like, once you go back, like, I mean, there's no going back after that. It's like, it's a big step.
0: Yeah. I have four kids and I'm 40 and I had it snipped after the fourth one. And, uh, This vasectomies are not linked with the phrase. You never go back. That's something totally different. Something totally entirely. Once you go blank, you never go back. It's not like once you get snipped, your shit never. It can happen. A friend of mine had it done. And then he got his wife pregnant with the third baby. I was like, kudos to you, man. Your shit's stronger than mine. Oh, man. No, it's weird. I guess. I don't know. Like when you host your show, right? You have guests on. right. You've had guests on your show of course when you invite them on don't you kind of feel like they should view it as like you know what i bet they're glad they're here mm-hmm. like, don't just make you kind of feel good to bring somebody else into your thing and share it with them right
1: it, you know what is, i'm saying I'm, i know what you mean it,
0: it makes me feel legit which is that's a good it feeling
1: makes, it, it like it further like cements you as a podcaster yeah
0: yeah i guess yeah it just it makes me feel Makes me feel like I'm in charge of shit. you feel powerful. Ah, dude, did, what what a weekend, man! This has been it's been a good one because I didn't think we were gonna win this match. I, me and Sean both predicted a tie for this one. What did you guys come up with? What did you I think was gonna happen?
1: I said two zero loss is what I was what I predicted.
0: What the fuck? How are you yeah. predicting? Look, the worst you can ever predict are ties.
1: Yes, I I know that like. I I'm looking like a hater, and I trust me. I'm glad to be proven wrong, but I I would rather be proven wrong with predicting a loss than be proven wrong in predicting a win. Like you know, like I no, I know. totally
0: know, man. Because every time I've talked major shit to other clubs, we've ended up losing. So it's, I I know it. If that's not a great feeling,
1: it's dude, not you a have, to go like go, uh, play Dallas and Dallas lose, play Austin at home and lose, and then. Lose to the worst team in the East away, it sucks. And it's like, you know, maybe I was a little pessimistic, but I'm glad. Yeah, we you them. were.
0: You were. Is that all that was going on? Did the uh, did your did the walk in incident happen between the victory and the first loss? Was that also meshed in there? That's why you became so downtrodden and pessimistic. Because <laughs> you normally you're normally not like that. Like you go through these phases. Is everything okay? Is final week stress you the fuck out or what?
1: It was. I do go through these phases where it's like I'm really high in the dynamo and then I'm really low in the dynamo. And honestly, it depends all on how the dynamo are doing. Like right now, like I'm predicting, like maybe we could win against Seattle. Like maybe we can beat Seattle next week, you know, but like, you know, it all depends on how the dynamo are doing. But yeah, man, finals, that shit stressed me out. School is stressful, man. School, All school is a stress. Just ready to be done with that. Tell you what, I, I don't recall ever stressing about school ever we had this conversation too but like apparently you're just like insanely smart or something because
0: i'm not insanely smart i, I just remember shit easy <clears throat> i'm not I, I will never call myself insanely smart i think i'm smarter than average but <clears throat> did i take like did i tell you about my one final my finals week
1: experience no no, no you never <clears throat> told me what's up
0: oh my god well here here's a fucking treat i took a fucking political science final on acid as a freshman
1: Oh shoot!
0: So me and my friend in college, my best buddy Matt, who now is like, a, he's a hotshot in like Jackson Hole, Wyoming. We one night decided, hey, let's buy some paper acid, and take it, and then go out in the woods. So we bought like five hits of paper acid, split it in half. We ate the paper acid. I had a final the next day. No big deal. Who cares? It's just, it's whatever. And um, we got lost in the fucking mountains for four, five hours. We got there for about five, six hours. We parked his Jeep. We started walking because the acid kicked in at his apartment. The table started to bend. And I was like, yo, are you feeling it? He goes, yeah. He goes, is that table moving? I said, it is. He said, all right, it's time to go. So we got <laughs> in his, his Jeep, drove out to the mountains. And he's like, what do you want to do? And I said, let's just get lost. Let's just walk until we're lost. And he said, "Okay." And we started walking. And um, dude, it was—it's so hard to walk in the woods at night because we didn't have lights. It's amazing nobody broke a fucking ankle. Uh, most of the time, we couldn't tell where branches were. We got hit in the face a lot. But yeah, we, we ended up getting lost. It's a long story, and I'm not going to tell That's the whole
1: scary. thing. Scary. That's
0: scary. No, it was not because because when we got lost, we happened to stumble upon um, a home, and nobody was there. But one of the garage doors was open. So he walked in and snagged a six pack of beer. This is a mountain house. There's mountain homes out there. Like there. That's they're, how you
1: get shot. <laughs> Dude, where look, where I, was this? Where was this?
0: this? This is in Arizona. Ooh. Which is there's a lot of guns there too. But we were like you know 19 year old college kids, in moronic. So he found a six pack of beer. So we started drinking the beer. Actually, I'm leaving part of this out. We kicked the garage door in and knew nobody was home and grabbed the beer. <laughs> But we didn't break anything. It just opened. Like, it was like the lock was kind of stuck. It just Oh,
1: yeah. No no big deal. We didn't break anything. We just... We didn't,
0: man. Like, we were dumb. Um, And then we happened upon a bonfire party in the woods, and they smoked us out. Yada, yada, yada. I got home at like 6 a.m. My whole mouth tastes like sulfur from using matches to light cigarettes after chain smoking. Went to take a political science final, looked up as they gave me the test, and those little... uh, you know those how they have all those ceilings and classrooms were just those white tiles with the black dots all over them. All the black dots were just moving everywhere, and I was like, "Oh, cool! This is going to happen." I got a C in the class, so I don't know how I did in the final, but I know my final grade was a C. Well,
1: yes. that that brings me to a to a point right here. Uh, I'll say I'll say this: so I'll say two truths and a lie, and and I won't say which one is which. But so the first one is. I have broken my leg. The second one is me and my co-host went to a dynamo game on acid. And the third one is I have almost died in my life. I'm leaving it at that. Two truths and a lie. (laughs) You've
0: you've never broken your leg. That's what I'm saying. You've never broken your leg. Because (laughs) I, I believe you can accidentally go to a dynamo game because I've accidentally went to two on the wrong day. Like I went a day early and I went a day, I went a day early two separate times. Within like two months of each other, I was like, man, it's, it's empty down here. We got great parking. And then we get to and I'm like, what the, where the fuck is everybody?
1: It's a little bit different for us because we live like 45 minutes away. So if we accidentally go to a Dynamo game, we'll be bad.
0: Dude, I mean, I don't live close either. I'm about a 40-minute drive as well. So, yeah, it was like, oh, well, while we're here, let's, let's just go to pitch 25, which nobody was at, or Kings Court. It was, uh, I'm not good with dates. So man, hey, where were you yesterday for the Nashville game? Where were you
1: at? Where did you watch it? Oh my lord, man! I was at my buddy's house, and that was we got. I think we got screwed like nine to four or something. It was a bad game, but today we won. So nine to
0: four. What? What Astros?
1: Yeah, is that what you said? The Nationals game?
0: No, the Dynamo game. Why would I ask about the Astros?
1: You said the. You said the Nationals.
0: Nationals, Nashville, Nashville. You
1: said the nationals like you're swear. you're
0: high. you how much weight have you spent? I
1: I mean, I am, but you also said the nationals, I promise. Okay, Nashville game. I was also at my buddy's house and the vibes were' chilling, you know, just got out from the garage, you know, after a little bowl of cereal and <laughs> a bowl of cereal. and we were uh, we were chilling. and you know, we score early. I mean, really good. Play by a dynamo. I mean, I, I said this. I, I said, if we never got the red card, I think we would have won the game anyways pretty easily. I mean, Nashville yeah. did not look good at all. They, they looked – something was wrong with Nashville. Well, uh, they
0: the same as us. They played an Open Cup game midweek, and I think – didn't they also go 120 minutes? Didn't they also yes, go to extra they time?
1: Did,
0: they did. They did. So, they had tired legs just like us. The difference is, you know what it was? is I think they had to travel, and it's finally fucking feels like Houston outside.
1: Like this, yesterday
0: was the first match I've been to where I was like, oh, it feels like Houston right now. This fucking sucks. Because I hate the heat. Did I bring who? Your son. No, 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 no. I went went with my daughter. So my my game day experience went a little like this. (sighs) This was a big fucking weekend because Tottenham were sitting fifth. Okay. And they played today Uh and they won.
1: (laughs) The Dynamo, Dynamo,
0: oh yeah. And the Dynamo have been on a slide in MLS and we really needed to write it a little bit and win because we beat San Antonio, but we didn't look great. Just like we beat RGV, but we didn't look great. So we haven't had a good game in a while. And we have two back-to-back at home. So to me, if we can win three in a row, San Antonio, Nashville, Sounders, that's huge. But if we fucking screw the pooch on this Nashville game, the people like yourself who were getting negative and there were people saying, like, Nakamura doesn't know what he's doing. That if we lost the national game, if we didn't get results from all three of these, a draw or a win, two, two wins and a draw, right? That Nagamura would be, I don't know, catching more flack on social media. So that's, that's, that's why it was such a big weekend. So I was very, I was nervous. I was dismayed. I was, I was like, ooh, fucking if things have to go right. And knowing life, they never do. And first my son was going to go with me but he canceled on me to go to a fucking birthday party so he was already in fourth place as my as my favorite order so i i think my uh, one of my plants is going to bump above him and he's going to go to fifth <laughs> so i ended up my daughter my 9 year old daughter she wanted to go now i took her to a game earlier in the year and she was a fucking nightmare she by by halftime she wanted to leave like oh. i had to i had to like beg with her and plead with her to make it to like 60 minutes in and i think what, i got this is i don't remember but i told her on the way home i was like sweetheart if that's how you're gonna be i'm not gonna take you anymore and then i said also you need to wear dynamo stuff the fuck are you doing i run a, <laughs> i run the most successful podcast about them you need to show up uh, actually
1: that tells me you were you were a little you were a little more mad than that
0: Oh yeah, I was furious. Fucking- I- I drove her right to the convent and dropped her off. So I'm getting my daughter for the game. We went to my girlfriend's house and hung out for a little bit. And then we go up to Moon Tower and we had delicious hot dogs and I had a good beer. So we get to the game, we sit down and we, we sat in different seats. I'm, I'm learning that or I've known, you can sit wherever you want. It's just okay. at this point, I've already had like season tickets in like three different spots. So I just go sit in the ones I used to own but pay for ones that cost half the price. Yeah, so if my rep is listening, that's what I do. We also have a con. We con the ushers, me and my son. Oh, I don't think I've told anybody this. So if me and my son want to get down to the first level seats, that's where they check your tickets. They won't let you down. What he does is he walks up to the usher. He has to walk in to the seating area and start asking for help and say, I got separated from my dad. I can't find him. And then he has to bring the usher back out into the concourse And then when the usher turns, either way, my son has to turn him or her left or right. I walk down behind them. I go sit and he has to kill, you know, like 15 seconds for me to just find a quick seat and sit down. Then he has to tell the usher what number he thinks I'm in. The usher takes him to look. I wave my hand. We get better seats. So yeah, we almost had to do that shit for San Antonio. The ushers were being fucking, they were doing their jobs. Stop working so hard. They don't pay you well enough to keep us out of there. Just let us fucking sit down there. So we, we get to the game and uh, Coco scores, right? Coco scores. And I'm thinking, oh, man, we fucking scored fast. No, because Dallas, we scored first, right? Austin, we scored first, right? So we have a history of scoring first. It fucking RGV, we scored first. And then they leveled it. So we have a history of scoring first and then losing. So I was like, oh, fuck me running. I still got to watch. What would you think about that first goal, man? Because I saw you post it about Eddie should finally agree with you because he's been sour on Coco and you've been in love with Coco. Was that you, right? You posted that today?
1: I don't think that was me, no. But I I have been high on Coco. And honestly, uh, I was glad that we ended up purchasing his uh, contract from wherever we loaned him from. I'm glad that we ended up buying him. And look, he comes out there He's already having a good game. The team is linking up well, and I think it was Memo passes to Darwin, and Darwin gives a beautiful little back heel back to Memo. Memo gets a good shot off, and it deflects, and if it wasn't going to be Coco, it was Store. One of those guys were going to score the goal, and Coco makes a simple finish, and I was pretty lit. I mean, I didn't expect it, and I was the same way with, with, with you. I was like, Scoring first sort of doesn't seem like the best option here, especially early. Like, it's never good to see your Dynamo score early. That's for sure. Especially considering the lineup that was presented. Oh, yeah. So
0: we skipped that part. <coughs> but the lineup that tr- was trotted out there, I looked at that lineup, and I thought to myself, oh, dear God, if Paulo Nagamura doesn't win this game and this is the lineup he uses, people are going to be very fucking upset. Because there was,
1: big... <laughs> I'm as There's... big of a candidate. Like you know, I support Thor as as much as Sean does. You know, I love the guy as much as Sean does. But I wasn't necessarily like loving seeing him start. To be honest, I mean, what did you? How do you think Thor did in the game?
0: Uh, I thought he was disappointing. I, I think I thought Thor didn't play very well. Uh, we are going to do talk about certain players. That's one of the ones. So let's just fucking we'll go to it. So our DP, our most expensive transfer ever is on the bench for Thor. And I've, dude, I, I like his work ethic. I like his work rate. I like his shithousery. He doesn't fucking score. That's what he's supposed to do. Like, if you want to be lazy and not fuck around, that's cool. But if you're scoring goals, th- that's what you're supposed to do. He hasn't scored yet. And he had, he's had a few really good chances to score. Exactly. And he has, he, he's screwed the pooch. But it looked to me more like Darwin Quintero was playing way up the pitch in like kind of like a false nine, almost like a two-man strike team strike team combination. I don't know if that's a thing, like a two-man partnership up top. Like, did you notice that that you watched on TV? I was there. It looked to me like they were like Darwin was the focal point up top.
1: In the press conference, Paulo Nagamura had said that uh, when when defending, like. Uh, Uh, Darwin was in the middle and Thor was in the left left wing position but then he said like I'm more in attack Thor would go more centrally but yeah it definitely looked like Darwin as a center forward role and that's when we got the early chance that's how the early chance happened
0: dude he is he is very good at pressing he presses very very well
1: are you talking about Darwin
0: Darwin Quintero yeah no he does his press his uh, his successful presses or whatever it is they're pretty high he's defensively he's underrated this season
1: if you remember correctly, that was one of the big reasons or big like, con of us getting him, yeah, because yeah. they were always saying, "Oh, he's so bad at pressing; he doesn't press." I honestly, I've never seen him be a bad presser. I mean, he's always sort of done his work, and he's now like, he might he might
0: be doing it at the wrong time. He could <laughs> be doing it at the wrong time because there was there was a couple instances where he would press and nobody behind him would, and I don't know yeah. that has to be coordinated in order for it to work. But when I saw that lineup, they had Thor up top, Darwin, Memo as the left wing.
1: I know. I saw that.
0: Fafa as the right wing, Darwin, Seren again, right? So everybody in the line had Zekka, which was nice. There was no Dorsey. And I know people are split on him. When that lineup came out, I went, oh no, he's not doing himself any favors. But at the same time, Nashville's lineup was also equally rotated. Zimmerman didn't even start.
1: Neither did uh Mukhtar.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, but because it doesn't, wouldn't matter because we fucking slapped them anyway. Bitches. Um, so yeah, that first goal went in, man, and I was thinking, Oh, let's see what happens. And then I thought it was Thor at first when the uh the red card came out. I knew the, the ref was going for a red because i play FIFA enough to know that red card's in the back pocket. And I saw his his tiny little bullshit whistling fucking hand rolled his little tight tight little potato sized buns and grabbed that red card. And I went fucking Thor. I tweeted fucking Thor. I tweeted, <laughs> I tweeted fucking Thor, but it was also like shortly after his goal miss. So people might've been like, Oh yeah, he missed the goal. No, I tweeted fucking Thor. Cause I thought the red card was on him.
1: I saw, your, I, was, I saw that tweet. I and, did.
0: and I was about to write also like fucking started an MLS rookie, lose a game guaranteed. And then I heard the announcer say, no, Red card infraction to number three, Adam Lundquist or five, whatever number he is. And I went, damn it. So I went back to Twitter and I wrote fucking Lundy and just sent it. No context other than that. But you know what I said? As soon as that red card came out, I said it out loud. I said, well, we just gave this match away because it's just so used to seeing
1: that. I right? let me tell you, I, I saw it. I looked it over. I watched it over 10 times. And I'll say this, I'm a biased Dynamo fan, and I'll say this. If it happened, if, if a natural player tackled Lundqvist like that, I'd be asking for a red card, you know? Maybe it was a little soft. I mean, he had the studs up. Maybe he didn't make that much contact with the player. I'd be asking for a red card. So I, I can't blame the ref for getting a red card there. I really can't. It was a dangerous tackle, and Lundy completely missed the ball. I don't know if you've rewatched. Yeah, it I haven't
0: seen it. No, I haven't. And my thing was, I looked at how he went in. Like, I couldn't see if his studs were up or not. But I looked at how he went in, and the red card was the first decision. So the ref would have to see something that tells him that's not a red card. And I knew. I was like, he's not going to fucking see anything to overturn what he already thought he saw. So yeah. I, I knew. I was like, he's, he's going to stay. And Nagamora is going to appeal. And they're going to lose. But you have to appeal. And then... Thank you, Adam Lundquist, because your—I don't
1: know—his really, divide allowed Sam Junkwa.
0: Your aggression paved the way for fucking Sam Junkwa to come in, and as soon as Sam came in, I posted my Jesus Junkwa thing
1: because we all saw it. Like we yeah. all saw that. Yeah, and I said <laughs> I was—I
0: was, I was like—and I was lying. Like I wasn't—I was nervous as fuck. I was—I still thought we were going to lose. <laughs> but but he has continued Sam Junkwa to come into matches. And we end up fucking winning. I don't think he's okay. So, any match that we've been losing, I don't think. I think his goal differential. If you look, he's got to be like plus three or four. He's won a game. He beat RGV for us. Yes. He came in yesterday and he held the lead. And he's done. He's come in a couple other times and he's held leads.
1: He also provided the assist in the San Antonio match to Sebastian Freire.
0: Yeah. So some of you guys are fucking sleeping on Sam. And I used to hate him. Like I post the junk with Jesus because I used to hate his fucking guts and think he was absolute garbage. And I know that sounds terrible, but dude, his rating this year is a fucking 7.3.
1: I never could tell if your like infatuation with Sam Junko was joking or not. Like I never could tell. It was joking, but now
0: it's serious because people are like, he fucking sucks. And I'm like, look, dude, he actually doesn't. Now I know I was like you once at one point he sucked. At one point, Sam Junk was sucked by MLS standards. I was like you people. Cal, I was like you. But I opened up my heart and I opened up my eyes. And now I can see that Sam Junk was some fucking house some way, despite everything I thought would happen, is becoming a very serviceable left, left back in MLS.
1: So, so this is a point that I want to bring up, because I saw your tweet, and I, I don't know exactly what you said, but basically you said you still think Lindquist is better. And this I is going do. back to me asking you, This question, I have always been a proponent of Sam Junkla. I unironically think he is better than Lundqvist, and I I really, truly do. And I can tell you why. He's tall. He's athletic. He's pretty fast for his size. He's good on the ball. He progresses the ball forward. And, yes, I will say this. Lundy has had a decent season. He's been producing a lot of – I mean, I think he has two assists on the season. He's been bru- producing a lot of good crosses. But normally, three.
0: he's got three assists and he's got a seven flat rating according to Foot Mob throughout the year.
1: Three assists—that's good. I, that's more than what he had last year. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty At sure. That,
0: I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right on that one.
1: I'm pretty sure he didn't have. I, I think he had zero assists last year. And 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 to be fair, Lundys had not a bad season. And I'd still like would start him after the red card suspension is over. But I don't know. Like, I've always thought we should give Sam Junk the reins. I mean, and to your point, you even tweeted it doesn't matter if it's Lundy or if it's Sam. It's been a position of of, of need to upgrade for a long time, and that still stands true. It's it's still well, like- here's the
0: deal. Right now, I, I don't I don't know that my tweet or what we're saying right now is correct because I'm looking at Sam's MLS statistics this year. And he rates a 7.26, which would average them out to about a 7.1. So our left-back position overall rating has been a 7.1 this season. That's actually – that's pretty good. Now, is that – do you think that's something that could be attributed to a new system or maybe the addition of these new players?
1: No, I think a new system for sure. I don't think the fullbacks were able to do good in Tab's system at all. I think the fullbacks got, can completely shit on – like in every game. Yeah, I don't and know I think, what they were
0: supposed to do. I have no idea.
1: I, I don't know either. I don't know. I've never been able to figure out what tab system actually was. Like I, I don't know. Nagamura it seems like he's came in and put a good. All I'm saying is this: Tab Ramos is shitting his pants in that Nashville game. If he, if he's up a goal and then we go down a man in the 35th minute, Tab Ramos is absolutely shitting himself. Which
0: is why he always wore black trousers. I don't know if you, if you guys didn't <laughs> yeah. know that. That's a fun fact that you only would get if you were part of the, uh, the media staff. Got that tidbit from, a, from an insider. Speaking <laughs> of insiders, man, it, you know I, I haven't been following Dynamo Insider. I don't know what the hell happened with my Twitter, but there's people I like that somehow were unfollowed. I do not know what happened. I had to go on today. I was like, wait a minute. Somebody else retweeted. I was like, I haven't seen his stuff in a while. I clicked his name and it's like, follow back. It's like, when did I not follow him? I've always fucking followed him. Twitter, get your shit together. Sell it to Elon Musk. So yeah, man, when the red happened, I I thought for sure we were going to lose. And then and then the next big argument, Darwin or Coco, who's been better? Darwin Quintero sets that penalty up to Fafa with that pass, correct? So there were a couple of times where we broke and it it looked like we should have had more. But on that one, that was Joe Willis making me a profit because I said he would do something stupid and give us a goal, and he did.
1: That's funny. I lost money this game because I bet with Luke that we would lose, and he bet that we would win. Don't ever uh,
0: bet against your team. That's the universe teaching you a valuable lesson.
1: I I, I don't know. I was just shitting on Luke because when we got the red card, Luke was like, hold out, hope. It's going to be fine. We're going to win still. And I'm like, I've seen this a thousand times before. Yeah, Pete Rose. And, Pete
0: Rose never bet against himself. Don't forget that. Pete Rose never bet against himself.
1: Who's Pete Rose? Is that a fighter? It's a fighter. Are you kidding me? No, I'm I'm dead ass. I don't know who Pete Rose is. Oh my god!
0: All right, well, guys, that was the Houston DynaPod podcast. Colin, <laughs> fucking, my bad for letting you on. Uh, Pete Rose is one of the greatest baseball players of all time, and uh, he's banned. He's banned from the Hall of Fame. He's got like he holds the record for most hits in a career. It's like four thousand. It's a ridiculous number. Forty two hundred and something.
1: Is he like an old timer?
0: He's still very much alive. He has to do all the autographs all the time because he's fucking broke. Yeah, No, dude. He's like 70s and 80s reds. Yeah, he's not that old. You don't know who Pete Rose is? I
1: will ask Luke about Pete Rose, and then I will let you know. He's going to
0: fucking – he's going to laugh at you.
1: He probably will. I, I don't know that much.
0: If you have friends that like baseball, do not, Colin. Do not – it's almost as bad as not knowing who Babe Ruth is. You know what? Your new nickname is Squints because squints did not know who babe ruth is from the sandlot dude don't admit to your baseball friends you don't know pete rose i won't call you squints actually fucking your eyes look like they're about closed anyway right now jesus
1: <laughs> oh my uh, damn God. yeah well, that's I re- what happens whenever you you go I around
0: i don't i don't wear it like that anymore like i can i can smoke and people can't tell I just don't use video because I don't need my internet to fuck up. And without the video, it has been working very well. So, do you think Quintero should have taken that that second goal that that pet PK? let yeah, you know, Fafa do
1: it. We were talking about it. Um, I'm glad Quintero took it. I mean, in retrospect, like Fafa probably should have taken it, but I'm glad that Quintero took it. I don't know what happened or anything. I'm surprised. Fafa, I'm surprised Fafa didn't take it. Uh, <clears throat> but. I also want to go back to the penalty. I mean, I've seen. Way oh yeah, that's more. where
0: we are. We're sticking. We're on the penalty still. I got you. Yeah. man. No, I,
1: I, you. I want to go back to the foul. Like I.
0: Oh okay. I, Let's go.
1: I I've seen way less. I mean, I've seen way more be been waved in the box. Like, I I didn't see a very good look at it, but it didn't look that bad. Did Did Joe Willis clip Fafa? Maybe a little, but I think we were lucky to get the penalty. I think. Refs can can blow that away sometimes.
0: I think Joe Willis felt bad that last time it was here they beat us so bad, and he's like, "These guys deserve it. These guys used to be my homies."
1: We did get three O's slapped last time they came.
0: That was that was a real fucking low point because they were weren't they in last place in the East? They were they were bad at that point, weren't I they? Ah, yeah, that was that was a low point, but uh, yeah. Darwin took it, got himself a little goal, realistically created the whole opportunity as well. And to me, it was a foul. Like on the replay, I saw his hand hit his foot. And if you hit his foot and you don't hit the ball, if you hit the player without hitting the ball first, it's a foul. And he never hit Fafa. He never hit the ball and he hit Fafa. It's a foul and it took Fafa down. And there's, you know, there's times where people dive. Was it a dive? I don't really, maybe partially, but it wasn't like, it was- I, th- I think he had a choice. He's like, I could stay up or I could go down. But he was moving, man. It, to me, it was a penalty all the way. And I yelled out loud, "That's a fucking penalty!" And then I immediately looked at my daughter and I said, "I'm so sorry. Don't say that word." She goes, "I know, Dad. It's fine." Miss Hernandez has yelled worse at the boys, talking about her, one of her old teachers.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: I was like, "Oh, good, cool." Miss Hernandez, fucking gangster as can be. You didn't. So did you? You didn't think it was really a penalty? You think it could have went either way?
1: I like. It's just with the Dynamo luck, like I could see the ref not calling that, cause and like this season especially, the refs let like they don't they don't mess around, like they don't they're not going to be fooled by like simulation in the box, like they're usually you ha- usually have to be fouled pretty bad to get a penalty in the box. I've I've noticed.
0: I think it's been pretty easy to fool these fucking refs this year. Memo Rodriguez fooled him once versus Dallas. I think these oh. refs have been fucking poor.
1: That was. I- I could go on and on about that. That was bad.
0: Well, there was there was calls in this match that were light and they called them. And then there was heavy stuff they didn't call. And it's like, dude, like they're not yeah. cons- they're they're wildly inconsistent. There was like they and gave, that's the problem.
1: They were, he was handing out yellow cards like it was candy. Like I think at one point, like during one in like uh one play, like uh I think like two or three dynamo players got a yellow card.
0: There was seven total yellow cards handed out in the game. Eight, actually, I miss Steve Clark's and a red. There was a lot. Am I right? Am I counting right? Holy fuck. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven yellows and a red. That's a lot of cards. Wow. That's a lot of cards, but Hey, the attendance was 16,035. It was good. It was a good little atmosphere.
1: That's good. It, It looked good on TV. It really did.
0: And you know what? With that, that second goal, something changed at PNC, something changed because when that second goal went in, in my mind, I said, oh, this is new. Like, this is not what is supposed to normally happen. Normally, they would get the PK. Yeah. And they tie it, and then they'd score within six minutes. But we scored again, and then we fucking held on. And, dude, like, they weren't th- very threatening at all. They hit the post once off a header. But other than that, they did not really threaten no. us a whole bunch there at all. That,
1: that one altercation, whatever, the ball was, like, in the middle, and yeah. then it hit a couple players. Clark
0: like bounced in Clark's arms a little bit yes
1: yes and then CJ Sapong hit the header on a free on a corner kick but other than that I mean I will say this Ethan Bartlow came in and uh Glenn Davis was saying on the announcement that it was his job to guard Haney Mukhtar, and Haney Mukhtar was was quiet all game I mean I thought Ethan Bartlow did a good job I thought teenager DB Anton Parker the whole defense, honestly, they, they did such a good job, honestly. Hade, Hadebe, go- is
0: gonna miss, Hadebe is going to miss. Hadebe is going to miss the next game because of these yellow cards. No. Yeah, he's going to be out on Wednesday for Seattle. So that sucks. That, that really oh, sucks.
1: Shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you get two yellows into a red, those yellows shouldn't count because you have to be suspended. Somebody said that. I, I, you know what? I could be wrong, but it was somebody that I trust that was like, yeah, he's not going to be able to play. He has too many yellow cards. But it that doesn't – it, it's all right. You know what? Next man up because that's what we have to do.
1: Ethan it Bartle- sucks. Bartle- I'm not an Ethan Bartlow. I really am.
0: You know, I, I'm looking at when Daniel Starris comes back. That's like a new player signing, you know, because he is. He's a new player. We haven't really seen an MLS yet. He's been he, out.
1: He, he was decent in the games he played.
0: Yeah. So when he comes back, we have a good little bit of depth back there. And I was pretty happy to see Bartlow come in and us move into a back five because that's what happened. It went to like a five –
1: yes yes
0: five three one is what it looked like we were running
1: that's and what they left uh, fafa up top that's what glenn was saying on that we went to a five uh five in the back formation
0: yeah and it was i was i was pleased i was like okay and bartlow can play the ball a little bit and he he came up a little bit and he progressed some some on the pitch but it was real nice man and what it was it was a great feeling we left uh her and i left at like the 85th minute because it was there's so many people i said sweetheart If it's still two nothing at the 85th minute, I said, I'm, I feel pretty safe. Then we can go. So we left at the 85th and we fucking, we locked it down. There's been plenty of times where I was walking home and a wind turns into a draw or walking to the car and a wind's turned into a draw. Yeah, guys, I don't stay the whole time. My kids get tired. I also, she also fucking put an orange scrunchie around my man bun. She goes here, daddy, put this in your hair. Cause I was wearing my blue Houston dynamo shirt. So she hooked me up with a little orange scrunchie. It was it's cute.
1: You said that you brought your girlfriend too, right?
0: No, no, no. We went, to, we went and hung out at her house beforehand.
1: Oh, okay. Have we you let ever the kids your play? Girlfriend?
0: I have. I brought her to the what was the game we won four to three?
1: That was San Jose.
0: I brought her to that one. I told her, I said, you got to see a good one. You saw that seven was, goals.
1: I, no other Dynamo game is going to be like that this season, but that was a good one to bring her to.
0: That's the effect she has wherever she goes, man. She's fucking magical. That's good. That was, man. was that the first night we did mushrooms and slept together? Might have been. I tell that story on a couple episodes before. It's.
1: I haven't heard this one. What's up with that?
0: Oh, I'm not retelling it. You'd have to go back and listen. Okay, all right. My, my regular listeners have heard it. It was, yeah, because I couldn't remember because I had to ask her. I said, I've brought you to a game, haven't I? I'm losing my fucking memory. And she goes, yes, you have. And I was like, which one was it? And then I went, oh, was that the night we did shrooms after? We went to Moon Tower. She goes, yeah. I said, oh, that was the game where we scored. There were seven goals. Like That was the one. Yeah. So, dude, did you get to see, like, the Nashville people that came out a little bit, talked a little shit on Twitter? Did you yeah. get involved in any of that?
1: I saw you involved, and that was good enough for me. You, you don't hold back. You like to get all in their face whenever, like, we kick their ass. That was funny. Like, Dude. You just keep on going it, off on Twitter.
0: It was, it was so nice to be able to, because the joke I came up with was, like, I called them Gashville. And where I come from, the term gash is, like, code for vagina. So it's like I called them all a bunch of pussies. And I use the word pump to score. That's what they say in England. So we were pumping gash, but pump here in America also means fucking. So the joke was basically about us scoring a bunch, but also kind of, you know, fucking them because they're a bunch of pussies. And they didn't get mad. They didn't call me like a sexist or rapist or what was the other one? A fucking inciting violence. They were cool about it. Like they were fucking normal. So weird they were they were they came right back with it and luckily we won dude because i'm getting so tired of trolling people and then we lose
1: yeah that's annoying for sure
0: it feels good when it fucking works out though but i will tell you man i don't recommend trolling people if you give a shit about your show rating so oh if you care about your spotify stars you gotta be you gotta you gotta play nice
1: I did. I was getting in there, like, uh, here. Let me see. You keep on talking, and I'll find. I'll show you on the camera what I what I said. It was like some meme, you
0: know. This I have the fucking internet, Colin. I can look it up. I can I can look your stuff up if you tweeted it. In fact, that's how sometimes I prepare. I go and I look up hashtags and I see what happened. One of the hashtags today, the Nashville coach talked about the match, and he is not happy. Hold on, let me
1: so it's it's basically it just says, Aww. "Shut Aww. the fuck up," and it's Aww. like. It was like, so this Nashville guy said up a man to a shit team and still down to a, we are horrendous. And They called us a shit team. And I'm like, I said, boo, shut the fuck up.
0: They lost to a shitty 10 man team that people in Houston think is worse than rice football. They did that poll, the little poll they put out. It was what, what do you, what's more popular in Houston, the dynamo or rice football? And it ended up like 60% rice football, 40% dynamo.
1: one,
0: One of our guys puts out um, what's more popular in Nashville, Nashville or Vanderbilt? And fucking Nashville won like eighty-five percent to fifteen, and they're like, "Dude, this didn't do what you wanted." I was like, "Oh, that blew up in your face." I know how that feels. That's a shitty feeling. But yeah, you can you can do hashtag searches. And uh, the Nashville coach is very displeased with his team. He's not happy. They state that they were very poor to watch, and he said there's not a lot of depth in their squad.
1: But did you see the Nashville coach making? like two defensive subs in like the 60th minute whenever they were down 2-0. I think he
0: had had to make what it was Zimmerman. Zimmerman is one of the best defenders in MLS. So even putting him in, it's an upgrade offensively as well. Right.
1: I could, I guess. And then they put in another defender though. Like,
0: well, I didn't pay that much attention. I just knew that Walker Zimmerman came in.
1: It was, it was like the same time Walker Zimmerman came in. They brought in like another defender. I don't know. I don't know. I
0: mean, we we outplayed them, even with ten men. We we really we still we played them, fucking tit for tat. They we didn't. Did. It's not it's not like they got they went up a man and suddenly they were all over us. So The last I think it was what fifteen minutes they were pretty much in our third, but they were very ineffective and they were very just disorganized. They looked a lot like how we've looked in the past, late in games that we were chasing.
1: They just looked lost and they just ran out of, ran out of ideas it seemed and you know, give a lot of credit to our defense and the way that we ha- were structured. I mean, we, I think that we structured very well uh, after we made the late subs and everything. And we even, like, we were even able to bring in Beto Avila for his first MLS game.
0: I called that too, man. He, I saw him come down. So when Thor went down, I saw Beto run over. And it came from where they were warming up and all the other guys stayed. And I tweeted, I said, we're going to see Beto. Or Avila, because I wasn't sure if his first name was Beto Avila. All right, we're going to see Avila pretty soon. And he debuted. And I think now, I think he's played in as many matches in his life as Marcelo Palomino in MLS, hasn't he? Hasn't Palomino only appeared in one?
1: No, I think he has appeared in like three under Tab Ramos, but I mean. I don't so, recall he, ever
0: seeing him under Tab.
1: Maybe I'm wrong. He, he stood in like, like three times.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, I and mean, it was it was good to see him. You know, that's that's a new signing. People said we need new signings. You look at that bench; our bench has gotten insanely younger from last year know, to this year.
1: I don't know if it was just because we got the red card, but uh Beto Avila subbed in for Memo and actually played in the middle of the field as opposed to playing on the wing. And again, I don't know if that's because we had the red card, but I thought that Beto Avila did well. You know, he didn't; he wasn't on the ball that much, but when he was on the ball, he made the right decisions
0: yeah just to get in and get, just to get that experience you know that's that's very valuable and a lot of people are high on him uh, I'll wait and see I'd like to see what happens with Palomino a little bit more but we have we have a lot of young players on our bench and they're players that have played in the u s Open Cup matches and I hope they still do I don't expect us to beat kC even though KC aren't very good. I think we'll you, lose when we play uh...
1: Did you see that Sporting KC lost seven to two?
0: No, but I saw they were down like three now, and I was like, okay, seven to fucking two.
1: Yeah, they're a bad team, but Sporting KC is very off and on. They've always been like that. But, but they this. did
0: just lose fucking Paulo Nagamura. So, obviously, he was the fucking spine of that operation because that shit show is falling apart right now. Meanwhile, here in fucking Houston, we're just shooting orange goo all over all the faces of our fucking opponents. (laughs) Except for the ones that play in the state. Those guys are shooting their goo on our face,
1: fuckers. To be fair, Austin and – I mean, we can't talk good about them, but they're not bad teams. Like, maybe losing to them isn't the worst thing in the world. Like, they're not bad teams, you know?
0: Well, they're actually those are the last two parts. There's a little chat, a little quick two minutes about their win and their loss. So don't don't jump ahead. Just All wait. Right. Just wait. Hey, it's going to be worth it. I promise. Yes. Yes. Do I even have to ask? But is your man of the match Coco Karaskia?
1: Yeah, it was not that close. It was between Coco or Teenage, but I got to give to Coco. But Teenage, Co- Coco or Teenage? Teenage played well. I mean, Teenage. If we don't have teenage, I mean, he blocked a couple shots as well. I mean, I'd say if we don't have him on the field, like, who knows if we end up winning? But gotta be Coco. He was pulling the strings all match and he got a goal. So I give it to Coco.
0: Yeah, stats wise, looking at it, it's tough to argue Coco. Uh, but if I had a second place vote, it'd go to Sam Junqua because he came in early. He came in to a game down a man and he fucking played very well that's a tough spot to put him in because he's, he's not that good. And, you know, back to Sam, like I told you, yeah. And I used to hate his guts. I used to think he was garbage, but he's developed into a very average MLS player. And if he's average right now, maybe he can become above average. So let's wait and see. Let's fucking praise junk with Jesus. Savior Sam.
1: He's not that old. He's only 24. I mean, I know. Maybe there's something in the future for him, but that's what I'm
0: saying. Like he's developing, he is improving, like get off his nuts and fucking give him your fucking praise. Send your prayers his way, dude. Midweek Seattle. We know teenage. We're pretty sure teenage won't be able to play. That's not a definite, but if Twitter didn't lie to me and it never does, then he's out. What do you think is going to happen? It's a Wednesday night game, 730 at home against Seattle. What do you think? Score as well. What do you think the score is going to be?
1: Mm, I'm thinking 1-1 one, one draw.
0: I'm going to go 2-1 win. I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to say we're going to fucking win our third game in a row.
1: I'm going to check on the score. Seattle's playing right now. I want to see if, they're, if they've lost or not. I want to um, say they were
0: losing. They were losing. They, they were, were down.
1: They were losing. They ended up winning. Uh, but they were playing at home. Look, we know we know what happened last time Seattle came to Houston. We ended up winning.
0: So now you're back on the positivity train. I like it.
1: I think me saying that we're going to draw them is being positive, if you want my honest opinion. I Seattle, while they're having a really bad season, they're still the best team in MLS. And they did just win CONCACAF Champions League. I – I think me going uh, one, one draws is optimistic, but I am. Go ahead. I, I, I hold, I like to hold my dynamo ambitions lower. I I hold the dynamo on a lower, lower, uh, lower tier than other. That's, that's
0: uh, due to years of abuse from Matt Jordan. That's it is. That, is. that piece of shit. Is. He mentally abused us for a fucking decade. This is PTSD. It, it's, 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 uh. Fun. It's post Matt Jordan stress disorder, PMJSD. So, you know, talking about positivity, I almost went out there and I almost cracked an AIDS joke, but I don't know if we can do that anymore. It's going to say, like, when it comes to the dynamo, I'm as positive as Tom Hanks was in Philadelphia. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but Tom Hanks Mm -hmm. dies of AIDS in that movie.
1: Mm, That's funny. I, I think that'd be funny to say, actually.
0: Well, maybe I'll save it. I don't know. I have a fucking, I've already written my next, uh, my next Austin joke. It's about abortion. You guys are going to love it. They're going to fucking eat it up. But dude, here, last two things. The other teams, Dallas wins. And I'm I'm pretty comfortable saying right now that Dallas is the best team in Texas. And I think they're for real. When's the last time they've lost? They haven't lost in a while. I think
1: nine games.
0: They're, 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 they've, they've reinvested money finally. And even though they play in a shitty stadium and their supporter base is the worst in fucking MLS, not like attitude wise, just numbers wise. Yeah. They are one of the, I think they're one of the best teams in the league right now.
1: I mean, Galaxy is a pretty tough team to face in Galaxy in LA. And then and, and they ended up winning. They, I think they scored like three goals in 20 minutes.
0: Yeah. They slapped them around. Fucking yeah, fucking gave it to them. Like, Chicharito got it, baby. Mm. And then you have, you know, the other team that plays here in Texas, who let's be honest, the first two games are the reason they lead the league in goals. They played the two worst teams in history at home. They played a team that we scored three against on the road and fucking beat. That's how bad Miami are. So they lost and they were in a similar situation as us. They're on the road, but they went down a man in the second half early and they piss it away. And these fucking Muppets I'm watching them. And now you ready for this. Now it's like, shouldn't have given Wolf an extension and they're like time to bench Danny Pereira let's see young wolf these motherfuckers change their minds more than i change my underwear which is at least every day at least at least every two no more than two they change their minds all the time and I, oh man seeing them lose like that made me fucking happy I hate those
1: fuckers i i love seeing them rage on twitter about uh about the loss and the red card and everything i like seeing that
0: they posted something when they lost at home to LAFC, like the dude was about to cry. The fuck is wrong with you guys? You were an expansion team last year. You're not good. You're not good. You your fucking striker came from the last place team in the West. You're not good. So chill the fuck out. They have had an easy schedule. But dude, Dallas is legit. Dallas is legit. I don't think Austin are any better than us. I think. Yeah. With that, dude, we just have the week before Quintero and Vada went down with injuries against Dallas. We played two derbies in two weeks and we lost two players and we had two injuries. Now cantero's back. Veta's still out, but now we've just won two in a row. So, I mean, it's, it's turning around, but I think, I think where we are now, I think this is where we should be. I mean, we're in sixth place. I still think that there's like groupings. There's like, you know, there's two teams in the twenties. Then there's a bunch of teams from like 15 points to 12 points. And then there's like 10 and under. And I still feel like we're more of like a 12- or 10-point team. I think we've overplayed a little bit. But, man, what we're seeing right now, it's pretty exciting. I mean, do you agree? Are you excited I, I, again?
1: It's its hard not to be excited after a win like that, right? I'm, Yeah, my hopes are pretty high. I'm looking forward for when Hector Rivera comes on this team because that's when we can start asking real questions. Like, does he – like, how much does he make our team – like, how much does he elevate our team? Does he elevate our team enough that we can consistently win and make the playoffs? I don't know. I mean, what do you think? I know you're excited about Hector Herrera.
0: I'm very excited just for what he's going to bring to the stadium. It's going to be a different atmosphere. It's going to be a different crowd. It won't happen all the time, but there's going to be times where those, you know, <clears throat> Mexican international fans are like, fuck, I got nothing going on. Let's go see the game. And maybe we pick up a few fans that way. Maybe we do.
1: Yeah. It's, it's like- not
0: likely. It's not likely, but do I think adding him to what we have now, does it make us a playoff team? It makes us almost a playoff team. I think it could with a little bit of luck and proper management and not a lot of injuries. Yeah. But I still think we need another winger up top. And, um, Oh, that might be it. Two wingers. I would, I would say a left and a right winger. Cause other than that, I think, considering what we've done and what we have and the amount of money we have left, it's not much else you can do, Mm -hmm. but signing Avila, Avila, that's a signing. When Steris comes back from injury, that's a signing. Coco staying long-term, Coco being ours, that's a signing and Herrera. So there's, there's four signings, you know, that are going to be on this team that are going to make an impact and they're going to play. But no, I think we need one more piece. At least. I think I mean, we need one
1: more piece of at least in and, and the winger position. If we add a DP winger, or I don't even know, like, could we even get a winger that's not a DP that would that would even help? I don't think so. I think
0: I think so. Fafa's not a DP. And right now he's our most dangerous winger.
1: Fafa is very annoying sometimes to that's, me. That's,
0: because... Yeah, well, I know, but he's also annoying to the other team. He's he's, he's he loses the ball sometimes, and he gets a little excited, right? Does that bother you?
1: Yes. His, his lack of, of finishing and lack of, like, decision-making. He's bad at making the right decision. But, to be fair, he should have had an assist. Thor should have – Thor fucked that chance. I, I was pissed at Thor for that.
0: I wonder if anybody's going to think that – Maybe maybe your dislike of Fafa is racially motivated. I know it is not. No. It's, 20, it's 2022. No, it's not. <laughs> like if that was Cory Baird, we would be having we'll be having the same conversation if he looked like Corey Baird, would we? <laughs> <laughs> that is a joke, folks. I am not accusing Colin of racism, but there are people out there that that's what they discuss because I've heard it talked about on other podcasts. Like, and sometimes it's true, it's not this time because I understand the frustration with him same way that I'm frustrated with uh Fredo when he fucking doesn't shoot or Baird when he just gives the ball away he just looks like Baird, he's moving with when, Pramuts when on.
1: just when Baird is just existing I get mad
0: the thing with Fafa is when he was out you remember how this team looked so fucking different remember how bad we looked
1: yeah I remember it that. was so
0: bad like so even though he is in my mind he's an average player who had a good season last year but he has really good pace and you cannot teach that. And he creates so much chaos and shit. It causes them to focus on him. So I still think up top in terms of our wingers, he's the most important piece up top. We, We just won without Ferreira. We just won without Ferreira. So Fafa was there, but I think Fafa and then probably Quintero, maybe Quintero, Fafa. But to me, he's our top one or two player, probably number two, important wise, not skills wise. I think Ferreira is a better skills player, but Fafa, it's the same way Darwin's creativity is something that you don't see anywhere else in the field. You don't see pace like Fafa anywhere else on the field.
1: So, Not so on our this, club. this ties in with Fafa and Quintero. So when Herrera comes, obviously Herrera's slotting in that midfield and I don't think we're dropping Coco and I don't think Herrera is playing at the CDM position. So that leaves the midfield with Coco, Vera, and Hector Herrera. Would you have yeah, a flat
0: three. Yeah, should, I think it could be a flat three where they're all three RCMs and you can have Darwin Quintero pushed a little further up to play that attacking midfielder, but he's going to play on the left or the right, and I think Herrera will be in the middle as an eight, a box-to-box. So, yeah, I see that being the, the midfielders. Who else, who else do you put there?
1: Well, I'm saying it'll be Coco – Hector Herrera and Matias Vera as the midfielders. Who's your? Oh, you think so?
0: Vera over Cantaro?
1: Well, where? How, how would we? How would we play with with? Like, do you think Hector Herrera is going to play
0: just flat, with- like straight across? You don't have one dropped back to make that inverted triangle. You just run three midfielders. It looks janky. Or you could even do it where Coco and Hector are the bottom of a triangle and Darwin's the top, but he's still more Mm -hmm. of like an eight, even though he can operate as a 10, that almost becomes a four, two,
1: three, one. I would be fine with that. I'd be fine with, with the two of uh, Coco and Herrera and then Quintero uh, above them. I'd be fine with that. I'm done with Herrera.
0: Do you think, do you think memo is making a case to be that first sub before Matias Vera after Herrera gets here?
1: Well, I don't think we're ever bringing on Matias Vera when we're chasing a game. And Mimo brings something offensively. You know, we can't say he's a void offensively. So yeah. No, no. he's
0: he's done he's had some he's had some good moments. He's looked pretty good lately.
1: Yes. I think uh, apart from that miss in San Antonio, if you know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, hey, I, I was there. It was heinous. It was horrendous. I was
1: mad. I was mad. Um, but, yeah, I still think that Memo is, is above Vera on the uh, depth chart to bring off the bench. Yeah, I agree. So,
0: all right, last question. We've been talking a lot about Darwin Quintero and Coco Kereskio, right? Yeah. Who do you think is the better kisser between Darwin Quintero and Coco Kereskio? I'll go first because since it's an oddball question. I'm going to go with Darwin just because he's older. So he undoubtedly has more experience. I guarantee you if, if his tongue moves anywhere as fast as his feet move, uh, he's probably making many women or at least one very, very happy. So Colin, between those two, Coco and Darwin Quintero, who do you think is a better French kisser? Cause the tongue has to be involved. We're not going to count a peck, right? because I give my mom a yeah. kiss on her forehead or her cheek, you know, but I'm talking like a passionate open mouth kiss where you can't judge hands explore heck. hands get stuck in hair,
1: you know what I mean? So who's I have to give it to, to Coco. Just because Coco is, is is more built, he's taller, he's more attractive, in my in my opinion. So he's gonna have more experience with with women, you know? He's gonna get all the bitches.
0: I see I, that, but Darwin Quintero has made more money. And I don't know if you're familiar with Pete Davidson.
1: Oh, I'm aware of that situation.
0: Actually, That's you know what? That doesn't make any sense. She's not with him for the money. She's with him for the cock. I would imagine. Pete
1: Davidson is, is ugly. He's one ugly motherfucker.
0: Yeah, but he's funny. And he's...
1: Is he? Is
0: he I, I, dude, he's on SNL. Like, if you're on SNL, you're funny.
1: He can you crack know? a joke or two, but like, I think, I don't, I, I don't know.
0: I've watched this stand up and he, he cracks jokes about putting on his, his father died in nine 11 and he makes jokes about putting on his dead father's firefighter gear to go to the bar and get free drinks.
1: That's fucked up.
0: <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I guess he can say, cause it's his dad, but I, yeah, I didn't think that was that fun. I was like, Ooh, what's that sounds like some trauma right there. It sounds like you're covering up a, Really bad emotional trauma with comedy. Let's talk about that together, Pete. Peter. (laughs) Peter. 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 I would hate if my name (laughs) was Peter. Peter's a nickname for, Peter's another term for penis, too. It is. Colin, this is going to be the moment in time where you tell us all about keeping tabs, keeping tabs, sorry, with Colin and Luke now available on Spotify via anchor. Tell us about
1: it, man. Well, you can, uh, like like my buddy Finn just said, you can go check us out on Spotify. Thanks to Sean and Finn. Now, they were on my ass about getting me off SoundCloud, and for a good reason, too. Uh, you can go ahead and go to our Twitter profile, which you can find us on Twitter, at KeepingTabsPod, and uh, our Spotify link is just jotted right down in the biography. So you can just go find it right there. We're uh, uploading a new podcast this week i don't know when we'll record but it'll be uploaded before wednesday of course and uh yeah you can go check us out on spotify
0: so have you noticed an increase in your numbers moving from anchor to soundcloud now that oh, you yeah. can see yeah. yeah big time
1: it's like i get like i think like i'm getting like 20 to 25 people on average listen to everyone on my podcast versus soundcloud was like five or six so yeah oh yeah big fucking difference man big big difference, big difference hey it it is about the numbers, but it's also like i I'm not great at doing a podcast by myself i I find it hard to uh to to just keep on going on about subjects and stuff but me and Luke we have fun with this and so it's about the viewers but at the end of the day like we have fun doing it too so I don't worry too too much about the viewers uh but it, it's nice to have more for sure
0: yeah well I don't know. I guess I worry about the viewers, but viewers, listeners, nobody's viewing me. Maybe one oh, day. You know what I mean? Maybe one day. But I don't know, man. It's been fun. It's been fun. I wonder if there's going to come a time where I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm done. I know there will. But today, I didn't want to get on. I was like, oh, took a nap. I was tired. I made commitments to you. But I was thinking, you know what? He's canceled on me like six times. So turn that oh. shit, <laughs> shit around. But I was like, I woke up, man alarm went off right like is uh right at four o'clock I was like oh look at that the universe is telling me i need to do this and then uh if, sean sean's if you, sick
1: if you, needed, sean. if you needed to uh to reschedule bro just let me know you know it's not that big of a deal no because dude
0: if i don't i like doing them sunday night because i like getting them out monday morning because it, it helps with um it just it make the episodes do better when you get them out a little earlier in the week I, it's, I, that's how it seems to me. They also do better when we're winning because the last two where we were fucking shit in the bed, they uh they didn't do so hot, but maybe the one called Squirt Porn turned some people off,
1: I don't know. I saw that. That was more yeah. Sean. It was more Sean.
0: That's a really good episode too, man.
1: It is. Know. Yeah, I listened to some of it for sure. That one was fun.
0: That one was like we got to be wonky because it was just so much bad shit going on. It's like let's talk about shit that's really not about soccer. And we'll talk about some soccer. So that's, hey man,
1: that's sort of how this podcast goes sometimes.
0: That's usually how it goes all the time. But, uh, man, thank you for stopping by, everybody. This is Finister, Houston Dynapod Podcast. And as always, go Dynamo.
1: Albert the least is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Bubba Rodriguez again. Scoring goals left and right. Elise with the assist.
0: Big shout out to my favorite band. Familiar with Failure for the introductory music. You can find them at fwftx on all social media platforms once again that's familiar with failure check them out badass band cool ass people